Live from the EPB Fiber Optic Studio, this is WLND Signal Mountain, Chattanooga. Does your house need some fixing up? Maybe you're buying a new home and need help deciding what is best. Let us help you out. This is Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Good Saturday morning and welcome into your home radio presented by EPB Fiber Optics right here on 98.1 The Lake. We're here each and every Saturday morning at this time. Thank you for taking the time on your Saturday morning to join us for a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home modeling, home building, and many more topics that are related to your house. I'm Daniel Wyatt and joining me is my co-host Jeremy Price, owner of JB Millworks. How you doing there, buddy? Good Saturday morning, my friend. How are you? Uh, we're going to need to get somebody, with somebody up here, uh, Carter Heating and Air, figure out what's going on with this Hey, we do. It's a little warm in here for a Saturday morning. I've got sweat running down my my back. I feel like we should be in here in white towels in the sauna. It's so hot. It's ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. The only, the only room in this entire building is burning up in here. Well, we still got them halogen lights. We need EPB to send us some of them good ones. That uh, I had them cut off all week, and then they come in here. It's been this hot all week in here. It is hot. Man, it's hot. Good morning to everybody out there this morning. How they say it on the... Uh, what was that uh, movie? Good morning, Chattanooga. Not anywhere close. Huh? No, no, anywhere close. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. People just went like, what just happened? Why did he do that? Something's wrong with him. Oh, Robin, what's his name? Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, Robin Good Williams. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. You that got it, nowhere. man. I don't know why that's one of my favorite movies of all times. I think it's all because of him. I wouldn't do any more quoting from it, and I don't think it was good. <laughs> Well, I don't think head. there's anything else I can quote from it, to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty rough. <laughs> hey, we've had a beautiful week. Yeah, finally, warm, finally warmed up. You went, oh, it's hot, it's hot. And people are like, oh, it's too hot now. So now it's we're com- either complaining it's cold or it's hot. So I told you two months ago when people started complaining it was cold. I said, well, they're going to be complaining about it being hot in a few months. Oh, man, it's, uh, you know, I get up early in the morning. So sometimes a couple of times we got up and it was 45 degrees. And it warms up double that during the day. 76 almost. in the afternoon. Yeah, so. Wednesday afternoon it was 85 degrees. A little warm. It's so. nice. Nice. And it's good building weather, man. It keeps all the builders going, rocking and rolling. The subcontractors can work. It's good for our industry. Love yeah, it. Love it, it. Love it. Love it. School's fixing to let out. Yeah, I think 14, some, 15 more days. It's done. Yeah, going to get us some summer help, some good strong backs. Yeah. I'm excited, a man. A lot of people out there, a lot of jobs to be had. So. we got a big, 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 big day. got yeah. Mr. Wayne Cagle with EPB Fiber Optics. going to be talking about prepping for summer heat, insulation leaks, and ventilation. Yep. And then shortly after that, we got the yours truly, Neil Highfield with Foamatics. Foam insulation, is it better? Is it not? We're going to find out. Yep. That'd be a good thing because that also kind of ties in about your insulation in your house. You know, is it, is it good enough to hold the... Hold the cool air and the hot air. I, I can tell you that uh, Neil came into my house, that not the home that I currently live in, but the house that I had prior to this, and I had just the uh, blown-in insulation mm-hmm. in the attic and, and had the bat insulation in my crawl space. And he actually came in, he vacuumed all of that out in the attic space, cleaned all the bats out of the crawl space, and encapsulated my crawl space and my attic. Therefore, my attic was within 10 degrees of the temperature in the inside of my house. My power bill went down significantly. I don't remember how much it was, but it was a whole lot of reduction in cost. Huh. The mess was very minimal, and I'm really excited to talk about that with Neil this morning. Uh, you know, that's, I think, the new thing. It's the new wave. It's been around for a long time, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I think it's becoming somewhat the norm. Uh, Mike Frost with Mike Frost Trucking, a super great friend of mine. Uh, we done his house a couple, two years ago, maybe three years ago, and he done foam insulation in the entire house, the walls, the ceiling, the floor. 
That house is not a tiny home by any means. It's a post and beam constructed home, which is generally not all that efficient. Uh, his entire post and beam construction. Tell everybody what that is. Basically, population don't understand what that is. The support system for the house is within the house itself. There's all these posts coming through the center, and all these wedges breaking off, and all the structural integrity, if you will, of the home is within the home inside. So you see the roof system from inside. You don't have an attic. It goes all the way to the actual the decking, if you will. Uh, but uh, his power bill, I want to say, is about 150 bucks a month. It's, it's very, very minimal. And so that, that proves to me that foam insulation works. Secondly, you know, I want to talk to Wayne about can you get a house too tight? And then I want to talk to Neil about that same thing. Let's see what kind of opinions we get, Neil being the one that sprays it and makes the house tight, and Wayne being the one that actually inspects it to see what kind of pressure, DP ratings, and so forth are allowed. I can't believe you did that because your wallet's tight. So I don't know how you you got that put that insulation in. Is, is it affordable? I got I got, I got, got the a tight brother, wallet. I got the brother discount. Okay. You know what I mean? That's no, it. all jokes aside, I probably didn't get a discount. But it was so much worth it. My house was uh, at that time was about twelve years old. I lived yeah. there about an additional three years. But Daniel, I'm telling you that it's it's a huge difference. The two to three days, I'm going to say, it wasn't the day that I, he walked out, but two to three days later, when I walked in, I noticed. Uh, a significant difference in the overall feel of the home. It felt drier. Wasn't as much, it didn't seem like the air was quite as moist. It felt more stable. My air wasn't running quite as much. So I'm a firm believer in it. But, uh, you know, again, I'm curious as to if a house can get too tight. It has to breathe. Now, today with kids going in and out and playing, I think you're probably okay. You're always freshening that air. But uh, I'm sure that there's means that some folks have to go to just to make sure they get enough fresh air. Because once you get a house so tight, you got to get good, clean air in, you know. Yeah, mine's weird, though. I mean, well, not weird. It's probably normal. My bedroom sits in the corner of the house, so it's warmer and colder than the center of the house is, obviously. Because it's the... uh, Makes sense. The one in the living room, you think, with a 20-foot ceiling is going to be the one to be the most hard to keep cool and heat. But it's not. It's it's in a room that you got a back porch with a big overhang that doesn't get any sun almost... no sun comes in that house as far as living room wise now corner of the house where my bedroom is ton of sun gotcha so it's it can be god feels like five six degree difference almost in there you know you'd be amazed what it would do if you just drew your shade down and kept it closed all the time i do do you i bet that makes a huge difference it probably does but i mean i ain't, I ain't gonna try to open leave it, it open and see. and see i think you would definitely see a difference you know our climate our windows and stuff around here are designed for our climate and, uh, you know, sometimes you can get a window maybe that isn't quite as energy efficient as others, if you will. Mm-hmm. But the way to protect that is use them blinds and shades, even in the, the highest end of windows. If you get a really hot corner of the home and the sun is beaming in, it doesn't matter how good or how good it's not. you got to make sure you protect that with the well, that's blind. That's the thing. The sun kind of comes up and then kind of sits on that corner of the house the majority of the day, almost all day. And that center room, I mean, it is a noticeable difference. Like you can go even at night when it gets down to When I walked into the house when I got home for uh, lunch the other day, it was probably already 75, 80, it was probably, I think it was 77 degrees outside, hmm. but I walked in my living room and the the air was set at 70, but the living room where the thermostat is was still sitting at 68. I'm correct by saying the sun comes up in the east in the sets summertime in the and sets in the west, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if your house is facing due west, you're getting the hottest sun of the day, right through your front window, right on your front door. Uh, again, we'll talk to Wayne about that this morning, you know, how we can protect our uh, doors and windows and places to make sure that they're not leaking and causing us yeah, problems front, during this time of the, the year. The front porch hardly gets any sun. The back porch doesn't get much sun. That corner, that one corner of the house 
really gets to know that bedroom is at. Like I said, it, that center of the house, it'll stay – if it goes down to 60 at night or – if you said it's 68 at night or 69, it'll it won't they, during the day it'll it'll stay that way till one two o'clock for the air to cuts on. I'm curious as to what most folks set their thermostat on. We need to ask on Facebook that and get people I'm to a, post and react. I'm between during the day and I'm gone 70, and when I'm at home at night probably 60. I'm a 68er. It don't matter what time of day it is. It's 68 degrees. Man. I like to walk in that house and almost be able to hang me. Uh, it's different for me. Like I said, so the temperature difference is so range. You put 68 in our living room, it feels like it's 58 because of the way it's done. I need to get one of those electronic thermostats where I have the sensors in the different rooms so it can tell what's over here co- compared to the, the, the living room so it can cut itself on and, and work. I've got a friend that has that system, and it does work very, very well. I have several friends that it actually saves them energy, on the, when it, uh, which seems kind of weird because if you have a sensor sitting in a room that's that runs, six, say, five degrees hotter than where the thermostat's sitting, then you'd think it'd run more because it's sitting over here running more because it's going off this sensor. Right. But his buddy says it adjusts itself. It adjusts the duct the duct flow. The airflow in the duct itself is how to adjust, and it kind of pushes more air this way or less air this way. That protects it. Tried to do something. I mean, it's, it's not that inexpensive to be honest. It's it's fairly expensive to do that. Um, Brittany said we just going to Walmart and get a box fan. So that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> well, that's okay. I've had one of those most of my life, and I sleep better to it. Everybody seems that white noise. It sounds uh, like a helicopter landing in the bedroom. Like, oh, I, I love like, it. Take that. Man. Oh, I love it. I, I went over to Brian Maddox's house when I was a kid, and, and they didn't have air conditioner. I mean, they didn't have it, and we lived. You know, we didn't was, have air conditioner as a kid, and it was. I take that back. We had one window unit in the entire house. He didn't have nothing. I remember going and spending the night at his house, and at nighttime you put that box fan in the window and, and it'd crank up. You don't like that sound? I no, guess I like not when animals the, the, like cows are sitting outside because he lived right next to the cow and walking around. You th- when you're, when you're, you're nine years old, everything goes in your mind. You know, a cow sound through the mixture of a box fan doesn't sound like a cow anymore. It sounds like Bigfoot's trying to kill you. So, and, and Betty it, Sue, the cow relieves herself, and all that smell comes right in the house. It's, right? It was a horrible, horrible experience <laughs> that I wouldn't trade anything for the world because it probably made me a better person and appreciate what I actually do have is air conditioning. So, absolutely, Daniel, we can't forget our sponsors, buddy. EP Fiber Optics, Carter Heating and Air, and that's who we need this morning right yeah. in, in this place here. Sun Windows, Whitfield Oil Company, J.B. Millworks, the Home Builders Association of Greater Chattanooga, Waterworks Pools, Penzel, Scott Brown Painting and Home Remodeling, Sabrina Realty, Atlas Bolt Supply, and People's Home Equity. There you go. We thank all y'all for uh, sponsoring the show. We're going to have a good time today. going to learn a lot. Perfect time to have these two guys on because with the warmer weather coming up, you might feel like you've lost some, some of that cooling in. It can be, we've talked to Wayne before about this last year, but it can be the tiniest detail that you wouldn't think would be like anything. But those tiny details, like, you know, maybe like ain't got enough little sealed around, maybe a can light. Well, if every one of them is like that, then they all add up to a bigger problem, you know. So it's like if you have one leak in a pool or a tire, you probably have to air up the tire every couple of days. Think about it, if you had like four or five leaks and you're airing it up all the time at that point. So even mm-hmm. though they might be small little leaks, they all combine for a big one. So it's going to help you all out for sure. So, uh, again, we thank you so much for joining us and making us part of your day. When we come back, Wayne Cagle with EPB will be with us. we got that and much more to come. For Jeremy Price from Daniel Wyatt, stay with us. Back with more Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 981 The Lake. In just a moment. Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 981 The Lake. Here's Daniel Wyatt and Jeremy Price. Welcome back, and thank you so much for making us part of your day. If you're always on the move, you can download the freeradio.com app. 
And listen to us anywhere in the world on your smartphone or tablet. Keep us tuned in each and every Saturday morning right here on 98 on the Lake. I'm Daniel White, along with Jeremy Price. One of our favorite guests is in here with us right now. He's kind of like Garth Brooks. He's pretty popular, you know it. Yeah, he's, he is. He's like the, the Garth Brooks of EPB. <laughs> you got, are you going to sing for us this morning, Wayne? No, I don't believe you need me to sing. <laughs> no. This will be my last trip here. <laughs> we got Wayne Cagle with EPB Fiber Optics here this morning. And we're going to be discussing the summer heat and what that's going to do for your insulation. And possibly you might have a few leaks and need some ventilation that at it. So, Mr. Wayne. Tell us what folks need to get in the attic and check out, or maybe call EPB and let EPB check these things out. We can check it out. We we can come out and do an e score. We can um, and look at everything and tell you what you know would help you. Um, well, let's back up you what be, you just said. E score. I know E-score. we talk about this a lot, but tell the folks that hadn't heard you talk about it what that really is. E score is a, a program where we come out and we do inspections and um, and we'll tell you what you need in your attic, what you need to, uh, under the, for air sealing. Your HVAC unit's working correctly. If um, uh, you know you're losing power through your windows, uh, if your appliances are you know up to uh, up to code, and, and you'll do that for me if I live in Atlanta, right? No, no, only on if you got EPB service. Okay, got to make sure we got EPB service. Now, is there a charge for this service? No, no charge. It's free. We come out, we do it, we make a report on it, and there are some rebates. These rebates are changing quickly right now i mean we did have rebates on windows that's gone away has it really yeah the rebate on windows i know a lot of folks that took advantage of that oh yeah and we sold a bunch of windows because of it oh it is and but that's gone now and how about exterior doors is that still part of it uh are they doing the doors uh i think the doors are still in i I, I need to check on that for you because um I've been doing the smart bill program, so, um, you know, I don't know on the uh, doors if they were included when the windows went out or not. Gotcha, gotcha. I need to check on that. So if they're an EPB customer or in the EPB area in general, do they have to be a customer or just in your area? They have to have... EPB electric. Okay. Have to have EPB Okay. Gotcha. Yes. I guess no, that's they don't a silly have to question. Have a fiber. They just have to have our electric. Gotcha. Okay. Free service, free, and there's no charge there. Once you provide that list of things that need to be fixed, such as the attic insulation and so on and so forth that we just talked about and be talking about more in just a second, is there a list that you can provide these folks to say, hey, these are accredited individuals that will do you right, treat you right, and won't rob you? Yes. We have on the e score, you have, um, we do it on a tablet when we do the e score. And you have entered, the customer has entered that in on uh, the uh, 2e2e.com. That's where you'd go, do 2e2e.com. The website there. Right. And you, the customer enters it in. Then we come out and do the audit. And then they can go back to that 2e2e.com and pull up their account and all the pictures that we have taken of their house and the recommendations are on there. Really? Plus, there's a list that you say, find contractor. You click on that, and it drops down a list, and everyone that's on there is um, certified to do the work and that for the that's rebate awesome. money. Yes. That is really Great. awesome. I don't know anyone that's so intuitive no. as, as EPB. I don't either. So let's no. talk about where the leaks might be in the attic. I know, you know, summer's coming. The attics get super, super hot. A lot of times, folks lose a lot of energy through the attic. Where can folks be paying attention to to make sure that they're covered and not having all those leaks in that attic space? Well, the first thing they need to do, I think they need to decide, are they going to do this work or they're going to hire this work done? If they're going to do this work themselves, they need to go up in the attic. If they've got insulation, they need to 
move the insulation around so they can find anywhere there's an electrical or a plumbing wire coming up and they fill in that hole with like great stuff foam mm-hmm. they just fill in each hole anywhere they see it and and that'd be first before you do the insulation so just because folks forgive me for interrupting but just because folks have got insulation around these lights just the you know cellulose or whatever it may be that don't mean it's truly sealed right well it's not sealed at all because insulation does not stop air airflow it just slows it down so if they've got them whole penetrations and the air's coming up, it's still leaving it's the still house. It's still leaving the house. So if you seal them, then it's not coming up. It's stopping right there inside the house right. before it gets up into the attic. And you want to make sure you use a foam that's uh, conductive for the electricity type settings. You don't want to use a foam that's going to cause you some problems with your wiring. Make sure you use one that the designed to go around the electrical stuff components. foam that you can get, like at Home Depot, Lowe's, or where Ace, wherever you can. That great stuff foam is fine. Yeah, you know, for filling them penetrations up and everything. Okay. Because these aren't the, these are electrical wires and these are plumbing that they're live. The but they're not. You know, they're not touching it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be. It's not going to affect it. But they need to seal them first before they put the insulation and then they want to blow that insulation immediately or lay the bats whichever way they want and that's something we need to address if they do lay bats of insulation they need to lay one layer down through the between the floor joist and then they need to come across the different direction with the second layer so you, not if you're going to do bats versus the cellulose or things, something of that nature you got to lay two layers versus one. Right. The, get one in the joist and then get one coming across the, the joist so it will take in all the wood and everything. It kind of encapsulates that wood and keeps everything. kind of right. slows that air down, as you said. Is there one better than the other, so to speak, or are they just about the same? It just depends no, on what you want. They're not better than the other. I, I like the... Um, I like the my personal. I, I think the fiberglass blown insulation works great because it fills in. A, since it's smaller, it fills in a lot of the gaps where you don't have little gaps or anything. But what happens that I found a lot is people are blowing this insulation all the way over to the edge of the tarnish, uh, all the way over to the eaves. I yeah. mean, you know, uh, the soffits and yeah. everything. So now they've covered up their lower ventilation. Because they think, well, I got to blow this insulation all the way out there, and you do, but they make baffles, and they're just like styrofoam, and they just slide down in between the uh, the rafters, and you just put them all along, and then you blow the insulation up to the baffles. Without the baffle, you're filling your carnish and soffits up with insulation, and you're just causing yourself more problem. It can't breathe. Yeah. So right. if they they encapsulate, take that encapsulated area and put the baffles in between the rafters, and then blow that insulation up against the baffle. It still allows that airflow to go between that carnish and soffit up into the attic space and, and kind of cool right. it off. The baffles got ridges in it where the air flows through it. Sure. So it'll come up through from the soffit and everything. And then, you know, and I've come across this quite a few times where someone doesn't have lower ventilation in their soffits, you know, in older homes where they did not do that. Sure. And then someone will come in there and roof the house and they'll tell them that they need a ridge vent. And they put a ridge vent in there and charge them for that. Well, it didn't do them any good. That ridge vent didn't do nothing. They paid for something because they don't have the lower ventilation. So they need to make sure that if they've got the soffits and everything, do not cover them soffits with insulation. That's where it goes back to making sure you've got a good contractor. Yes, that's why I say if you're going to do it yourself, these are things you need to. You need to air seal, and then you need to come in and put the baffles in, and then you put the insulation in. 
you don't you don't put the insulation in without thinking about it. I'd let somebody else do it. I don't like insulation. Get it all over you. Get sticky. You can't get it off of Makes you. you itch, itch. Yeah, I'm like, go ahead and just pay somebody to do it. No well, better your wife would be glad yeah. because you won't you won't have to come out of the attic and tell her how hard you've worked. Or or, <laughs> or come through or come through the ceiling while she can see me while I'm in the uh, middle yeah. of the attic. That's another thing. I'm not so good at balancing them joists over there. So so how about foam insulation? A good friend of mine owns Foamatics there in Chattanooga, Neil Highfield. I think they do a phenomenal job and done a, a lot great of work job. for me. Well, do you feel like the foam is better than the cellulose and things of that nature? I, like I mentioned a while ago, I do the smart bill program there in new homes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I can go in when a house is just framed in and it's just roughed in and someone has foamed that house, the, the, the ceiling and the walls. Now, we're talking about, you know, there's nothing Total else Total encapsulation. There. Yes, it's sealed up. I, if my eyes were closed, I could walk in that house and tell you which was which. If it's got bats of insulation or if it's got that foam, the foam does work. It, it, there's a big difference. There's difference. It is a little more expensive. It's there's, pricey, but yeah, it it's is in, in time it might come down, but it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work that goes into it, I got a friend of mine that just built a 5,700-square-foot house, and you're going to think I'm lying. He's got a four- or five-car garage in his basement. It's a two-level post and beam construction. So that, for those of you who don't know what that means, it's real open, and his average power bill is about $200 a month. Yes. Just from having that, do you spray foam? This the entire house is spray foam. It's encapsulated. You get into his attic space. There's no cellulose. There's no bats. The rafters are blown, and all the the ceiling joists themselves are nice and clean. And a big thing in that too, all the ductwork are in a conditioned space. All in a conditioned space, hmm. so therefore the unit isn't running against itself, if right. you will. Constantly. If it is leaking, it's leaking inside the house, and opposed to outside. Right. Yeah. In the attic space, when you do the encapsulation attic space, many times it's going to be within ten degrees of the interior of the home within temperature. So you're definitely paying for what you get. I've I've heard folks say that the insulation, the foam insulation, sometimes makes a house too tight, and I don't know how true or untrue that is. Well. You know, we have guidelines on what is too tight and what's not too tight. And then... That blower test. The, yes. But at the same time, you can put an air cycler in that will make up the air that is needed if a house does come in under five um, on, on the uh, blower door. If it comes under blower door, comes under five, we have to have outside air. And what that does is now if, if it's set up for that to know when to add air to the house if it is too tight sure so you need to my honest opinion is on if a house can be too tight if if you've got kids they're coming in and out all the time you're probably getting the air changes anyway absolutely yeah Yeah. i mean there's a new system out called zip system it's a zip wall panel type system sure you've seen that where they tape every seam on the outside of usb and and basically seal the plywood up as well as just as the uh, the cracks and so forth. Are you seeing that tightening up homes and it, helping with the insulation factors? Well, I saw firsthand of we had two houses side by side that were identical. I mean, when I say identical, I mean everything was identical. And the second one, they did tighten that house up with their sealing that with the the panels and sealing all the cracks and everything, and it was a little tighter. There again, it's, there is a difference. Yeah. You might but pay for it, but there, it's there. These these two houses were so tight though that it was a minute difference. But if you take an average home that did not do everything that they had done, it could make a difference. Sure, yes. sure. Do you see more loss of energy in crawl spaces or attic spaces? Attic. 
Yeah. Bar none, it's adding. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, people will walk around their house and they're going, well, I need new windows because these windows are, I can feel air and everything. But their attic will be so low of insulation, they're losing all their heat out that attic. It's not them windows usually. It's kind of that thing you can't see it out of sight, out of mind, and they think it's right. what they see. If, you know, everybody wants to see that the beautified them windows, you know, see them pretty windows and everything. They don't see that attic insulation, so, you know, it doesn't do anything for them. Yeah, we're talking about the e-score, but you said you primarily handle a smart build system. So tell the folks out there what the smart build is. Smart build is where um, when someone's building a new home, we come out and do two inspections, one before you sheetrock to make sure everything is air sealed, insulated, and the communication wiring um, for the fiber is incorrectly. And then we come back out at the end of it and we do uh, an inspection of, uh, we do the blower door, the duct blaster, we do a capacity check on the HVAC unit. We make sure to make that, sure that it's sized properly for the house. We make sure that it is operating correctly for the house. Gotcha. Um, is the size wise, they uh, the HVAC contractor has to do a manual J on that for the size contract. Understood. That. Yeah, and they have to you know they furnish that, uh, but the uh, um, a lot of them don't don't meet you know and uh, it's a lot of times that i want the problem i have seen and this is good for people who are building their own homes when a contractor comes in they have an hvac contractor they come and they set the unit and the electrician's going to wire it up mm-hmm. so the electrician comes back to wire it up and then the hvac contractor never comes back and rechecks it gotcha. i mean that's not the hvac's con you know it's just how it works that's how it's it works. not like they're it's their fault if they're mm-hmm. doing anything. It's the process wrong. of elimination. But the what happens is they don't come sometimes exactly right from the factory. Gotcha. So they really needed to come back and set it. So find a lot of them that needs to be reset. Are you seeing a lot more builders take advantage of the Smart Build program? Smart Build has taken off big time. Yeah, it took a little while, didn't it? It took a little while, but uh, what we're finding now is that all the individuals that are building their own homes or or builders that are only building two or three a year, they're saying, "Hey, this this adds up because you know you get up to seven hundred dollars back rebate. You get the blower door duct blaster free. You get the uh, temp fee removed, the hundred twenty eight dollar temp fee. You're ultimately saving about eleven hundred dollars per house, aren't you? Yes, you're saving eleven hundred dollars per house. But also, if you're a builder, and it is a builder program." You get twenty four hundred dollars uh, in advertising on TV, also that goes with that, and, say, and we set that up ourselves. It's a no brainer. Probably you're... selling the house is a better selling point. If you're coming to sell the house, you probably can go. This it's a TV came you. in here. You know the smart build. I mean, that's probably a huge selling factor to right. me. Just the way technology is going, and people are using it more with mm-hmm. smart homes. They want to make sure their house is already upgraded for down the road, not just now. To me, that's just to me, it's a better peace of mind. But you can, yeah, you said it's better peace of mind. You walk in that house and you see that EPB fiber optic smart build plaque that that builder's got, and he's stood that thing out there nice and pretty for you to see. There's something to be said for the confidence that someone can put in that well, house that thing, because of that. The brand EPB and then backing up what's been built is just the confidence of it like you said like when you see that's put somewhere you go okay i know epb they do great work around here i mean it's just to me it's it's a no-brainer for somebody they're a phenomenal partner for the chattanooga community as a whole you're talking about you said that the smart build program was for builders so builders if i'm building my own home if i'm not a contractor and i'm building my own home do i still have the opportunity to take advantage of that program while i'm building that home yes okay if you are the if you are building your own home and you're hiring everything out you are considered the builder of that home. Gotcha. Now, if you are going to build your own home and you hire 
a builder to come in and do it for your own home, the rebates go back to that builder, not you. Makes but, but sense. But if you're doing it and you're hiring it all out yourself, the rebates come back to you. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, Wayne, we thank you for being here today. About running out of time, but tell everybody if they can get more information on both uh, the eScore or Smart Build. If anything, they have questions like that, how can they find that out? Well, on our website, you can come onto the website uh, and and the EPB website and look for it. And but uh, you know, I always and I know before I've gave my phone number out. Um, on the smart build, if you've got questions on the smart build, I do want you to call me directly. Um, you can call me at 423-240-2737 because I'm going to be the one that anybody's going to switch you over to. You'll so be the one getting the call anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get the call anyway. You're just cutting so, out the middleman. I'm cutting out the middleman. So just you know, go ahead and call me on the smart build. And you can call the main EPB number, uh, 648-1372, to request a, an audit of your home if you have an existing home. And we'll set you up and come out and do it for free. Awesome. All fascinating stuff right there. And just every time you come in, I think I learned something new. And then I, I hear this stuff all the time. There's stuff to always catch, you know, when we, we do this. And we're like, well, that's so cool. I mean, because you never hear of this in any other program, anybody out there. I've been talking to, to uh, Wayne and, and the fine gals, guys and gals over at EPB now on the radio here for about three years. And every time you guys come in, I'm intrigued. I really am. It doesn't matter who comes from EPB. You're always happy. You always got a smile on your face. Oh yeah. You're always excited to help people. And I'm not just saying this because we're on the radio. It really is intriguing to see the folks that are partners and teammates at EPB. That's it. Again, thank you, Wayne, for coming in, man. Can't wait to have you back. Thank you, Jeremy Price and Daniel White. Stay with us. Back with more Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. In just a moment. Now back to your home radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining us on your Saturday morning. We're a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home remodeling, home building, and many more topics that are related to your home. I'm Daniel White, along with Jeremy Price. I have a Please. special guest with us on the phone. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Neil Highfield with Fomedics. Good morning, sir. Hey, Jeremy. Daniel, hope you are well. Uh, absolutely I great, th- man. Hey, it's that time of year. It is. I, I, Neil, I, I think I know why you didn't come up here today, because our air conditioner must be broke, because it's like 95 degrees in the studio. So I think Neil got the word and was like, I ain't coming up there. <laughs> we need some insulation yeah, yeah. in here. That's hey, funny. The weather's changing, man. Houses are going to be getting hot soon. Tell the folks out there listening this morning what they need to know about insulation so they can make sure their homes are protected and, and prepared for those uh, hot weather days. Yeah, so basically when we're talking about insulation, I kind of like to, you know, hit reset with with people and just explain um, insulation and why we use it. Um, And generally, when you're using insulation, you're always trying to protect um, your air in your home or your business or, you know, a refrigerated building, whatever it is, you're trying to protect the temperature. So the outside environment of that uh, does not affect it, um, and it'll maintain sure so what we do with insulation is we 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 want to make our insulation um that's around whatever we, we like to call it the insulation boundary so wherever that insulation boundary is um in between the area we're tr- trying to control and the other area that's out of control for lack of better words um, we want that area to be as close to 100 percent efficient as possible meaning whatever's on the outside hot cold uh, vapor drive, you know, anything that we, we're, we're not interested in um, letting into our environment, um, the closer to 100% we are, the better it's going to perform and protect in that. And we know 
um, just by like the the cups and coolers of modern times now they're so efficient because of the insulation in those in those coolers now um, and that's the exact same um, insulation that's in your freezer now that that keeps your freezer from uh, actually getting um, built up with ice like it used to when you when you were little or whatever um, sure. and that that, that that efficiency is what we're talking about so we actually use that insulation that is keeping your freezer from over freezing over and your ice in your cups um, cold longer um, we're using that in homes and buildings to uh, to keep your air um, that you're paying to maintain um, the same temperature if sure. you want it Neil the the fiberglass bat insulation uh, when you put mm-hmm. that in the walls I know years ago everybody just stuffed it in and they put their hardboard or their sheetrock over that and today they staple that in place but still over time it's my understanding that insulation bat kind of starts to creep down and fall do you have that mm-hmm. same challenge with foam insulation no we don't I mean the way to think about foam is it's like plastic and so it absolutely will last forever just like they you know used to hear not to put plastic in a landfill because it never goes away well it's the same thing with us our foam we spray it in place inside the building Um, it becomes part of the structure and so it never goes away and part of what actually breaks that fiberglass down and makes it not as efficient over time is the air that's flowing around and through it Mm -hmm. um, where we don't have air flowing around and and through our product not only is the foam itself incredibly efficient um, at eliminating transfer from one side to the other, but the way we install it is we spray it in wet, and then it becomes part. It kind of it's a chemical reaction, so we're actually manufacturing it into the wall. So there is no air gap on the other side mm-hmm. for to get hot and migrate through it. So literally, any kind of heat transfer has to thermally transfer through the material. It can't transfer via airflow around or through. Um, at all so that's that's really not only is the the material in itself um, extraordinarily effective but the way we install it um, just amplifies that so it's my understanding there's two different types of foam insulation closed cell and open cell can you explain to the folks this morning what the differences in those two are and are they both still used yeah, so there are more than two types. There's there's a variety of material, um, but really the only difference in foam that you're going to find is the density of the product. So the more dense it is, the more compressed um, the product is, the higher or the more effective it's going to be per inch. So, And also the other... Uh, positive attributes about a more dense foam is it, it becomes you know actually rigid so when you get to a certain percent of um, you know when you get it compressed so much it's going to be more effective but um, you know the lower density you hear open cell and closed cell really that those are really just um, industry terminology to denote a medium density and a low density foam Mm -hmm. Um, and so the medium density is what you refer to as closed cell and that is a rigid product and the low density is what you hear commonly referred to as open cell and that just back to the point i made before it's actually one's just a lot more dense than the other so um, we can use use either one very effectively if i have a low tolerance like Mm -hmm. if i have a really tight space and i need to achieve um, a high result then i always would opt to the 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 higher density product or um, if it's outside i actually will use uh, um, a higher density product wherever 
moisture can be because the, the lower density products are not as good with uh, um, shedding moisture. They can be a little bit um, a little bit of a problem if they're outside or subgrade or things like that. But generally, we can use the lower density product in any residential application for walls, roof deck, um, all the above. So if you're just joining us here on uh, Your Home Radio with Daniel and I, we are talking to Neil Highfield with Foamatics. And good morning again, Neil. So, Neil, are you finding that folks in a remodeling situation are using this particular product more in attics or crawl spaces? Um, those both both areas. So when you're talking about a, um, it just depends. Honestly, people want to use the product um, generally on a retrofit or in a, like an existing house. We're almost exclusively just doing attics and crawl spaces if they actually have crawl spaces. And that has um, everything to do with just accessibility um, where, you know, it's just not cost effective to start tearing out walls. And I know you know how much trim is, Jeremy. It's not a a fun thing if you're going to have to redo some, some areas. So we do focus on the roof more than anything, and that is your biggest problem uh, when you're talking about where 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 is um, where's creating the heat that actually affects your living area or space more than anything, it's your attic, and a hot attic is just a nightmare. So, is it challenging to go in and, and remove that old insulation in the attic and create that encapsulation space, or is that a fairly common practice today? Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's it's kind of a fifty-fifty to be honest. So. Yeah, there's some insulation that is a nightmare. The older it is, there's some stuff that, you know, you think, I can't believe they used to use this for insulation. It's like my guys will come out of the attic looking like they're coming out of a coal mine. Oh, yeah. Um, And so it can be gross. Um, Some of the stuff that's broken down so much, if it was like really old fiberglass or rock wool type insulation, it might come all apart. So it can be a challenge to remove. We don't necessarily have to remove that insulation to do a retrofit, though. It actually, uh, more or less, will remove it if it's just the customer doesn't like it. It's gross. It's got, you know, varmint issues where they've, you know, had just a mess made in there. <laughs> I've had some varmint I'm not sure what I say one. on the radio, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a bad thing. Like in, at my house now, I've got, it's a newer home, but it's that, I, my neighbor's kid calls it snow. You got that snow in your attic because it looks fluffy and <laughs> white um, yeah you know so, so it's, it's different yeah, now is that hard different. like jeremy said y'all, how do y'all get that out do y'all come up there and is a, a vacuum you get it out how does that all come out i'm just curious yeah if you need it out or we, or we need to take it out we have a, a monster vacuum it's a basically like a 25 horsepower vacuum cleaner with a really long big hose on it and we can just suck it right out of there um, but we don't, it, it, it ends up being, if it's good, like Daniel, what you're saying, like on a new, newer house where there's really nothing wrong with the stuff and it's not, you know, gross, um, we can do that. We can spray your roof line um, and eliminate that hot attic, and we can still leave that there, and it's just redundant insulation. It's not going to hurt anything. Neil, I've seen on TV, of course, that says treble, but I've seen on TV <laughs> where there's a new foam system where you can actually take your crown molding down, drill a hole in the top of the wall, feed the hose into the wall cavity, and actually leave that bat insulation in the wall, but also fill that cavity with the foam insulation. Have you seen that yet, or are you all doing that? We're not doing it. It's called a tripolymer. It is not a new thing by any stretch. They actually use it in um, concrete blocks every day. Any Walmart you've ever been into, the walls are full of that same material. It I didn't makes know that. me. 
It makes me nervous um, to do what you're saying, um, honestly, just just because um, I'm worried of being able to get the material everywhere it needs to be, and I also worry about moisture issues and things like that. Yeah, I can uh, see that. So I've, I've kind of steered away from it. I, I get calls for that all the time, so I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been very close to buying one of those systems just for the block fill or smaller you know, customers that I like to take care of that request sure. it. But, Let's talk I'm about. Not a, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. No. So let's talk about cost. I know that's always the dreaded dragon we hate to talk about, but what kind of cost percentage, I guess, is the foam insulation more than the bat fiberglass? Where are we at from a cost perspective in regards to everything else on the market? I would say, by at this point, we're probably twice as much as anything else. Um, but when you quantify everything that it does by like eliminating all, all your dust in your home, um, just the comfort, um, you know, most, most people, if they're kind of trying to decide whether they should use it or not and, and thinking along the lines of what is my payback, nine yeah. times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, you can go talk to that same customer, you know, six months later. They're not talking about that anymore. They're talking about, oh, I can't believe it made this and made my house so much more comfortable. And there's no dust anyway. You know, they're 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 so much more excited about just what it did for the way they feel about their home. Absolutely. As than the payback. But that being said, the payback's absolutely there. And then when we go back to what we were talking about earlier, the fact that the other insulation breaks down over time and honestly needs to be replaced in about ten years. Uh-huh. You know, our is that really the forever. lifespan of your average insulation today, about 10 years? It's probably about 10 years. So wow. basically what happens in that hot attic, I, I, I run into it almost every day. I'll go in the attic and the customers say, Neil, my insulation has settled and it's gone away. Well, what's really happened is all that trapped hot convective air that's in that attic system is picking it up and it's distributing all that insulation out your ridge vents and gable vents and power yeah. vents and down into your house and that's all the you know that's your dust that you're wiping up off of your oh, wow. dining room table and your baseboards and everything else so it's yeah. not getting settled it's just getting picked up in the in in the hot months and and kind of eliminated i asked you that uh, question about cost kind of on purpose you know you guys come in and, and vacuumed my attic space out and, and done the phone encapsulation there in my attic and then done the same thing in a crawl space in my prior home and i was telling mm-hmm. daniel before you came on the air here with us you know the day you finished i'll be honest i didn't notice a difference at all but about two days later maybe three days later when i walked in the house there was a huge impactable difference in just the way the house felt it felt cleaner the air i guess it sounds silly but it felt like i could breathe better uh, so yeah. you know i guess what you know is it more expensive absolutely what's the value to it was well, as much as you want it to be uh, i'm a firm believer in it i do not have that in my current home and wish that i did because there's that big of an impact but, you know, I've used it in workout rooms and barns, and, and I've never, ever been dissatisfied with the product. I often wondered if it would break down because it doesn't appear to break down. But what I'm understanding you to say is the, the, the actual product itself, once it dries, it's there forever. It's not going to break down. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, it's just it's there forever. You don't have to worry about it. Um, and I always kind of tell people, I know I'm the foam sales guy, but if I could just take a 
a flash drive and pull it out of me and plug it into you, there's really no decision. Sure, absolutely. I think most people can get the idea because, you know, if you, you people are listening to the first of it, people go out and buy coolers now that are $400 and $500 mm-hmm. coolers that keep their beer cold for them because they don't stay colder <laughs> longer. But, I mean, when I was a kid, you, you, if you'd have said to somebody, you buying a $500 coach, what's wrong with you? He says when he was a yeah. kid, he wanted to keep his beer cold. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times beer You start drinking when you're 12. I mean, it was all right. Uh, beer, the beer might be a higher priority to some people. It well. was, <laughs> in my family, it is. Trust me. But I mean, that's a perfect point. People spend that much money on something that that's, I guess, temporary, so to speak, for them. As far mm-hmm. as what they're doing, this is something. If you can put that in perspective, like. You know, it sounds stupid, but if, if Yeti would sell a house, somebody would buy it probably if they thought it that way. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Neil, I greatly appreciate you joining us here this Saturday morning. But before we let you go, tell the folks out there how they could find you, buddy. Uh, we're online at Fometics.com, and that's F-O-A-M-E-T-I-X. Our office number is 423-718-2529, and uh, my email is neil at Fometics.com. And one more time, I'm going to tell you, anything he says, I'll promise you that I would stand behind it. I've, uh, I've sent a a lot of clients to Neil, and he's taking care of us in many different ways. And and I definitely believe in you and your products. And I appreciate you this Saturday morning. Look forward to seeing you again. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it a whole lot for Have letting a great me come Saturday, on. buddy. Well, hang around with us. We got much more to come right here on your home radio. Back with more your home radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on ninety eight one The Lake. In just a moment. Now back to your home radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. Welcome back, and thank you so much for making us part of your day. If you're always on the move, you can download the freeradio.com app to your smartphone or tablet. Keep us tuned in each Saturday morning right here on 98.1 The Lake. I'm Daniel White, along with Jeremy Price. A very interesting conversations today about insulation, man. Hey, we learned a lot, didn't we? We did, and we learned a lot that that, that insulation, we can relate to people because it's almost like a Yeti cooler. Think about I like that. that. Next time I can get a drink in my Yeti, I'm gonna thank Neil. Yeah, Fomatics. Y'all buy them coolers, be three hundred dollars. Maybe you might not buy you might not buy Yetis anymore after the NRA stuff. You might be going to another. uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I won't. uh, You might be buying another brand, but a lot of them are coming out right now with that. So I mean, if you can think about your house in that way of insulating something like that, because everybody wants to brag, you know, uh, about whatever cup they have. I put ice in it yesterday afternoon and went outside and there's still ice in it. That's what you hear all the time. And now like, we know why. Boom, it's like it's amazing. All jokes aside, I definitely believe in the product. I was really glad to hear him say what the cost difference is because, you know, although it is about double what your average insulation is, if and it's the, affordable up front, I'm a firm believer in time. It way overpays for itself, not just in cost and savings in your utility bills, but walking in your house it's got to be worth something because it feels so nice and clean and if you're if you're in a remodel think about this and you're going to remodel anyway and you're planning on say that's going to be your at home boom there you go that's what you're going to live at for the rest of your life whatever yeah, it may be absolutely you won't not to come in and replace it every 10 years on insulation somebody. i didn't realize that that's why when you climb in them attics well you know he changed my insulation on that last house at 12 years yeah and that's why we changed it because i climbed up there one day and the insulation was down inside two by six rafters it looked like it was gone about a half inch thick you know and it all blowed out my carnish vents and gable vents and so forth so yeah you know if you've been in your house over 10 years and you're looking at having to replace your insulation guys give neil highfield at fomatics a call it doesn't cost a dime for an estimate not a dime that's what i'm gonna do with mine you know just moving this house and in 10 years when it's time to 
get it on. Uh, we, we talked the first segment on this, you know, how my house is uneven temperature sometimes. That would help out. It really would help some out. Some of that right there. And it's worth it to me because if you, if you hot at night and sleeping, man, whoo, man, that's terrible. I didn't do it. I have to admit, I didn't do it in this last house that I built, but I promise you the next house I build, I will. I was trying to pinch a few pennies and, and, and uh, just, just didn't do it. Wish I had. Jeremy builds houses like I change pants, man. He gets them out every other week. He's hey, you got to roll sometimes. You yeah, know he, he's had more houses than I've had cars in my gotta life. you got to roll. Not like Roll Tide. You just got to roll. Oh, that's a cheap shot right there. <laughs> Why do you have to be like that? Let's say special wrong. thanks to our sponsor this morning, Daniel. Okay. EPB Fiber Optics, Carter Heating Air, Sun Windows, Whitfield Oil Company, JB Millworks, the Home Builders Association in Greater Chattanooga. Waterworks Pools with Clay Scott. Mr. Clay Scott, thank you for advertising here with us this morning, supporting us. Penzoil, Scott Brown Painting and Home Remodeling, Sabrina Realty, Atlas Bolt Supply, and People's Home Equity. Man, it's been an interesting show. I like when we get these shows. There's a lot of information out there and helps people out, you know, especially right now because it's been such a hot week. Yep. And I say hot. It's going to be mild compared to when we get into uh, July and August and September when you start getting those 90, 95 days out there. But right now, it's it's warm. It feels like 95 in the studio. I don't know what's going on in it, here. It's every bit of We have to call Carter in here and get him down here. We're going, have, we're going to have to get some foam insulation in here and it's a, a box fan. I was going to say get a cooler when the coolers are <laughs> put in here. Hey, we'll get us a Yeti cooler full We ain't buying Yeti, remember? We ain't getting Yeti anymore. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to get the Artec. Yeah. We're going to get us an Artec cooler full of ice. We're going to set us a box fan up beside it. Foam insulation on the walls, and me and you is going to be nice well, and cool. The good news is, if you want to come up here and lose some weight with us next week, you can sit in the studio and just sweat out at least three pounds up here. Hey, well, we don't, we ain't smelling good, I promise you. Yeah, I ain't. I'm going to, yeah, well. <laughs> you better be glad you can't smell us through the radio right that's now. That's right. This is terrible. People are like, what are they talking about? Anyway. <laughs> Guys, that's I appreciate it. y'all joining us here on this Saturday morning. Had a great time talking to Wayne Cagle with EPB Fiber Optics and Neil Highfield with Foamedics. Thanks so much. Well, that does it for this week's edition of Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 91 The Lake of Production from the Whitfield Media Group. Coming up right now, stay tuned for On the Move Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics, right here on 981 The Lake with your host, Sean Whitfield and Amy Morrow. It's a radio show about all things Chattanooga, and I hope they brought them a fan when they come Ooh, in here. Better get one. Ooh, poor Amy is going to be. Oh, Sean's going to be stinking. She'll have to leave the room. He's going to have to get a fan out and start fanning her. It's it's warm in here. <laughs> we thank you again for so much for listening. We'll be back here again next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. for a radio show that's all about your home. For Jeremy Price and Daniel Wyatt, have a great weekend. We're out. You've been listening to Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 98.1 The Lake. For more home improvement tips, log on to 981thelake.com. Join us again next Saturday at 8 a.m. And thank you for listening on 981 The Lake and all over the world on iHeartRadio. This has been Your Home Radio, presented by EPB Fiber Optics on 981 The Lake, a joint presentation of iHeartMedia and Whitfield Media Group.